0: Happy Mother's Day, and I'm so glad Pastor Gray told you why I have these Converse shoes on, because I saw some of you give me the look. It's like, what's a 60-year-old woman dressed like that? But I knew I hit the mark when the Stomp team saw me, and they went, man, you look cool. So I hit the mark, and I was feeling pretty good about it. You might see these again. (laughs) No. But today, please stand with me. My message today is called Equipped for Motherhood. And we're going to read together 2 Peter 1, 3 through 8. So please read with me. His divine power has given you everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, mutual affection. And to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure... Then you will keep from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for the opportunity to preach your word. God, I just ask that you just penetrate our hearts, Holy Spirit, and help us to learn what you want us to learn. Bring healing to hearts. Bring healing to hearts. minds and I thank you for the mothers that are represented here today God bless them in Jesus name we pray amen amen you can be seated so today we are celebrating motherhood because God has equipped us with everything to be a mom everyone in here has come from a mother so we can celebrate motherhood Because we've all come from a mother. So praise God. And and celebrate motherhood. Because it is something to celebrate. Motherhood can be hard and it can be rewarding at the same time. Motherhood is a call of God on your life. I said motherhood is a call of God on your life now we are sometimes guilty though of putting God in a box on what motherhood should look like we say that if you don't have biological children that you're not a real mom well I know mothers that have taken the call of God on their life and they've adopted children I know mothers who've accepted the call of God on their life and they are foster moms I know mothers who have taken the call of God on their lives and their stepmoms. And I know mothers who have taken the call of God on their life and accepted that call to be mentor moms. See, we say, but you're not a real mom. Now, see, I was raised by my dad, my dad, and my mom, but my dad. My dad may not have been my birth father. But he's my dad. He's a real dad. So don't tell me he's not a real dad. And I say that to some of you moms here today. Don't let anybody say you're not a real mom. You're a mom. And I had a real dad raise me. Thank God. See, as you see this... um, the title, and the mom here, isn't that motherhood? Doesn't that depict motherhood? Because we're trying to juggle all these things, right? I just want you to know that continues. You know, the juggling. But what doesn't continue is some of the physical tools. See, the physical tools sometimes um, that we have for, to raise children, they, they, they kind of cease with... Um, The seasons of motherhood, you know, diapers, bottles, pacifiers, then training wheels, and then cars, right? So So they change with the season. And today I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit giving you the ability to be equipped for him on the spiritual side. Because if we do not change or if we do not teach the spiritual side of God's call on our life then our children will be raised and act like the culture they'll be formed by culture we are called of God to also f- help them form spiritually it's a balance you can't be you can't be on the physical one side over here and then be so super spiritual over here there's a balance and we need that balance, because we are called of God to be mothers. We are called. See, in uh, my first point is, the Lord equips moms to utilize His divine power. But Peter here is not talking about salvation. He's talking to people who have already been saved. And he's saying, move on from questioning your salvation and apply the word of God, the promises of God, to your everyday life. Walk out your faith. Now, there are times when I feel like I have lost my salvation. And that happens to be when I try to put a car seat in my vehicle. I don't know why at this age that we're in that they cannot make those things easier. They've made them harder. And sometimes I just want to grab them and throw them. But my children will not let me, so I make them put their car seats in my car now. I'll show them, I'll show them who's the mother. And I want to say this too. We have three grown children. Our daughter is here today with her children. If my children ever call me a birthing human, I'm going to take them out. Because I am their mom. I have the stretch marks to prove it. I can show them each stretch mark that came from them. And they better never call me a birthing human. I am a mother. You are a mother. We are to be celebrated. And Peter's u- utilizing and telling people to utilize the power of God. Utilize it. Use it to help you. I don't know what I would have done without the Holy Spirit raising children, raising teenagers, helping, helping grown children, and having grandchildren. Oh, the Holy Spirit will help you and give you tools that you need. And one of those tools is the armor of God. So, mothers, celebrate that you have access to His equipment. Don't get the mindset of, great, one more thing on my plate. I got, now I've got to put the armor of God on my plate. If you will put the Holy Spirit in your life as important, He will take the things off of your plate that aren't necessary there, the regrets i have about parenting about being a mother is the stress is stressing over kids and and not being able to sleep and being stressful but the holy spirit says he will help us if you will ask him to help you to raise your children with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And as I read that today, it said, put it on. Put on the armor of God. It didn't say drag it along. Don't drag along the power of God or the armor of God and you only use it when, when you're going through a tough time. It didn't say put it in the trunk so that you can drive in this traffic. Put it on. Put on the armor of God. And, and it's, it's like putting on your clothes every morning. Put it on. Know that the, that the battle is, is out there. It's, it's out there. It's out there. It's been out there for every generation. And God has given us the ability to put it on. You know, I don't know what um, the issue is when, when it seems like children or teens get into middle school and high school. I mean, this happened when I was in middle school. As well where I saw parents check out of their children's relationship they checked it they checked out saying oh they'll figure it out let them have fun but then and they'll come back later but guess what the damage is already done the damage is already done and you cannot stand on God's Word if your values keep moving You have moving values because moving values will bring chaos into your home. And what you taught them as young about God and his values, and you and if you just release those values and change those values and you move the boundaries, I call that lazy parenting. And I know that might be a little strong, but Pastor Greg knows how to speak eloquently. I do not. So it's called Lazy Parenting. That's all I know how to talk like. See, I was raised in the country, can't you tell? He was raised in the city, can't you tell? Yeah. So that's how I talk. And, but it's Lazy Parenting. When we just go, let the kids do whatever they want, because I don't like the conflict. And a lot of parents don't want to deal with the conflict. And you know what? Conflict isn't fun. But it's how you help continue to train your kids, your children, your teenagers. And if you are here today as a teenager and your parents are engaged in your life, you should be grateful. You should be very grateful. You know, you may not agree with them, and you may think that they're keeping you from all the fun, But they are actually protecting you because that's what God has called them to do. To protect you. And so you'll understand one day. You may not understand now, but you will understand one day. You know, there were times I didn't understand what my parents did. But thank God my dad kept me from dating some of the boys. (laughs) And And I'm telling you, they're there to protect you. You may not see it now, but you will see it in the future. They did not keep me from dating Pastor Greg, though. (laughs) They liked him. (laughs) Another piece of the armor is the shield of faith. It says to take it up, pick it up, the shield of faith, to distinguish all the fiery darts that are going to come at you, the fiery arrows. They're coming, but the shield of faith You put it up so that you stand on God's word and what God says, what your faith is. See, a person of faith has a high view of scripture and can can, and can courageously face opposition unmoved. That's the power of the Holy Spirit right there. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. Another piece of the armor is the helmet. Of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. See, these go together. The helmet of salvation is to help protect your mind from the lies of the devil, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, is the truth. So when you have in your mind that you don't know what the truth of God's word is, that's why you have the sword of the spirit so you can find what the truth is. And you might be here today and say, but I don't know a lot of scripture. I don't know a lot about God. I want to encourage you to start by obeying the scriptures you already know. That's how you learn more scripture when you obey what you already know. Why should God teach you more scripture if you're not going to obey it? It'll lead you right into more more sin. So obey what you already know. And it's okay. Number two is the Lord equips moms to stand on promises for encouragement. Verse 4 says, Through these he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Celebrate that you have the promises of God to stand on. Now, there are over 8,810 promises in the Bible. 7,487 of those are God's promises to humankind. And there are approximately 165 promises pertaining to children. And most of those are with a context of conditions. Now, I have a disclaimer here. I didn't count them all. I Googled it. (laughs) So if anyone thinks I need to be corrected on that after you count them then you come tell me about it. But I'm going to read a couple of scriptures to you about that. So Proverbs 22, 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not turn from it. And other translations say, train up a child. And I'm going to come back to that verse here in a minute. I'm going to quote another one to you. And it's a popular verse. But I want to warn you up front. Do not amen what I'm about to say. Okay? Don't amen it. So, people, I mean, I've heard this quoted to me all my life. Proverbs 13 24, spare the rod, spoil the child. That is not scripture. That's a saying, but it's not scripture. Don't say I'm quoting the Bible because you're not quoting the Bible. That's a saying. This is how it goes. Proverbs thirteen twenty four: He who spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. And the rod that is being referred to in this scripture is the rod that shepherds use to guide their sheep. When they are going down the wrong path, they use the rod to get them over, to help them get back on the right path. That's what the rod is for. Now, are there times where you have to be strong with consequences of what children do or teenagers? Absolutely. We've taken driver's license away. Um, We've taken TV away. We've taken social activities away. We have not taken away attending church. But we have taken away activities. We could take away TV from our sons, and you thought we or chopped off their right arm. But our daughter, if we took TV away from her, she would shout hallelujah, because she hardly watched TV anyway. But, oh, you take away social activities from her, and you'd have thought her right arm was being cut off. But, but you know, there are different ways and different styles of parenting. And we've seen that change over the years because it's not the same as when, when maybe you grew up or even when your parents grew up because it's, it's different. See, when I was a child, I had to go pick out my own switch (laughs) off the tree. And so you were very careful about what switch, what limb you were going to choose. And you think if you chose a big one, no, that's worse. It's worse, and it hurt, but you know what? I do not, to this day, I do not feel like I was abused. That was just a technique of discipline that my parents used when we were being raised. And also, I want you to know, I was also spanked by my grandparents. I don't know if you were spanked by your grandparents, but I was spanked by my grandparents. But I want you to know, Pastor Greg and I have never spanked our grandkids. We never used a, a switch on our children. Did you use a switch on the kids? <laughs> I want to make, sure, make sure I'm honest up here. Did, have you spanked the grandkids? Okay, okay. Just want to be truthful. And to tell you the truth, though, sometimes Pastor Greg and I are the ones that need spanked. (laughs) Because these are quotes from our grandkids. Nana said I could. (laughs) Papa G. lets me. And what do what do they have to say to that? So this is what we have learned and what we are discovering is the method of discipline that our children are using for their children, our grandchildren, is to work with that. We are working with the type of discipline that they are using. We don't take offense that they are using discipline differently than us. Because I will tell you this, criticism doesn't work. If you continue to criticize your, your um, children on how they're raising their grandchildren, they pretty much just shut you out. But if you will help them with how they choose to discipline their children, you will bridge a lot of gaps between you and your children and grandchildren. Now, I want to refer back to train up a child in Proverbs 22, 6. See, I want to encourage those of you at this time, your children may not be serving God. And you raised them to serve Christ. And so when I quoted that scripture, I know some of you in your minds went, I did that. And now look at where they are. But this is what you need to realize as a parent, as you train them. To serve the Lord, that all the promises that God gives you about your children may not come to completion in your lifetime, but in theirs. Don't give up praying for them. Jeremiah 31, 16, 17 says, This is what the Lord says. Restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. They will return. From the land of the enemy so there is hope for your descendants declares the Lord your children will return to their own land that is a promise that you can stand on that is a promise that you can quote that's a promise you can pray to God and if I was you I would put my children's names in that scripture To remember that that's a promise of God. Because I will tell you, I have watched Pastor Greg do several funerals over the years. And he has led several of the children of the person who has passed to the Lord. Isn't that amazing? They may not come to church, but guess what? They came to their parents, their mom's, or their dad's funeral. And he always does a prayer of salvation. If anyone wants to accept Christ he always does and he has led so many people to the Lord you know why and it doesn't matter how old that child is you know why because they remember your teaching if Jesus is in our heart we're gonna see each other again and that clicks in their mind and they realize they need to accept Christ or they need to rededicate their life because they love you and they want to see you again Number three is the Lord equips moms to be effective and productive. And we read those scriptures today, and it gives, it gives examples. But this is not a formula to go by step by step. These godly characteristics are developed in your lifetime. This is what you teach children and teenagers, is the godly characteristics that help them develop godly characteristics so they can apply them to their lives. See, and this process, this process is going to be full of mistakes and victories. So forgive when mistakes are made. Celebrate when the qualities develop in their life and in your, in your life and in your children's lives, but mistakes were going to be made. Teach your children how to forgive. You know how you do that for ask, by asking them to forgive you? I don't know how many times we had to go to our children and ask them forgive us for something that maybe we didn't have all the information or that we did wrong. Ask them to forgive. We also have to teach them how to accept forgiveness. Because sometimes they don't know how to accept forgiveness because we don't know how to accept forgiveness Because we hold grudges. So teach them how to accept forgiveness. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time you will reap a harvest if we don't give up. You do the physical and practical training of helping your children learn godly values by modeling and teaching them The Holy Spirit will do the supernatural. Let the Holy Spirit work in your life and let the Holy Spirit work in your children's lives. You know, our our oldest son, I didn't share this first service, but our oldest son, when he graduated from high school, he left in the military like four or five days afterwards, right? He was the one that couldn't wait to get out of the house. We thought once he was there, we lost him. We got some of the best letters from him like this. I can't believe I miss my family. I can't believe I miss my mom and dad. Can't believe I miss my brother and sister. I can't believe. And you know what he said? He said, you know, I wasn't living like I should be, and I knew better. And then one day the Holy Spirit said to me, what do you think you're doing and he said, right then, I do not want to live like this. See, that's something the Holy Spirit did. We couldn't do that. We could pray for him, but we could not change his heart. But the Holy Spirit does. Don't give up. You can be effective and productive if you choose to take care of yourself, moms. You've got to. To take care of yourself and i know some of you are probably sitting here thinking are you out of your mind i don't have time to take care of myself well if you don't take care of yourself somebody's going to have to take care of you that's part of how god equips us and god number four is the lord equips moms to rest see psalm 46:10 says be still and know that i am god Hebrews 4.10 says, For if anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. See, rest is what God has done for you. So be thankful and learn to depend upon the Holy Spirit. Because when you are stressing over what only God can do, that causes mental anguish. And that should tell you right there, that's not from the Lord. Mental anguish is not from God. See, it's a scheme of the enemy so your mind doesn't rest. Because rest isn't always about sleeping. I know we think that sometimes, but rest isn't always about sleeping. It's taking care of yourself physically and mentally and enjoying life. See, Isaiah 26 Three says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. This scripture is for your well-being. You have to choose to trust God. And sometimes that choice is on a daily basis. And that will stay with you forever. That you will have to trust God in order to calm your mind down. See, I know some of you who really struggle with resting. And I get it, you know, with, with this. I mean, it's a funny, but, but it's actually true because there's so much going on in your lives and there's, you know, children, they need so much and they need your help. I want to say this to boy moms. Please do not do all the work. All the cleaning, all the yard mowing, washing the car, sweeping, vacuuming the vehicle. And I'm saying this to boys, boy moms, because they will grow up and they will think that the woman does it all. So be very careful about training, especially your boys, because they need to help you. They need to learn. They don't don't like it. Of course they don't like it. But see, that's where the conflict comes in again, right? It's easier to do it yourself than to be in conflict and trying to get them to do it. Now, I know you need to train your daughters as well, but I'm just saying, make sure your sons help you with the chores around the home so they don't get married and think that, well, my mom did it all. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? And then we have burned out, tired moms because they're doing it all. So today, our gift to you, moms, all moms and all women, 25 years old and older. See again, do not put God in a box of what motherhood is defined as. Use God's definition of motherhood, but we're going to help you, we're going to help you get a little rest. And before I show you what the gift is, just know moms, anybody actually, but there are three photo booths for you. There's two out in the lobby and there's one outside on this side on the patio. Take advantage of those with your friends, with your family, with your spouse but we have those photo booths for you, but we want to help you rest. So what we have done today is this. Now we have these little bags, and I just want you to know most of your children colored these bags. They did it in bridge kids, the little kids three years old and older, they colored some of these bags. And also the Royal Ranger kids, and also some of the homeschool. So they, so this is artwork from your children. And some of you need to understand when you see your children and you don't have their bag, they might get a little upset because there were some of them who didn't want to give the bag up. (laughs) But just encourage them and say, but you gave and you made it for all the moms today, right? Okay, so red means there's a gift card for ice cream. Orange means there's coffee and a donut gift card in here. But also in here are just little surprises for you to help you rest. Now, we put a little um, shower bomb in here, not a bath bomb, because some of you don't have time to take a bath. But you might be able to take a five-minute shower. So we have shower bombs. We have we also have face masks. Oh. It is the power of the Holy Spirit when you put one of those face masks on. It's incredible. And then we have some other presents and, and gifts in here as well to help you start learning how to rest. How to rest. and it's one per person one mother and also 25 and older do not grab a bag if your mom is not here you go buy her some
1: flowers
0: (laughs) these are for the moms and those 25 years and older women who are here today because also your your children and maybe your grandchildren They decorated them, and they're going to want to know why a man is carrying one of their bags. So I'm just wanting to tell you that. I know we're not supposed to do a guilt trip, but that's kind of like a guilt trip. (laughs) If you're a man here and your mom isn't here, go buy her some flowers. Give her a call. So I just, I pray that today has encouraged you to know, to know, not just to feel not just a hope but to know that you are fully equipped as a mom as a grandmother through the Holy Spirit God has given you access to his divine power do you know what that means his divine power see his divine power raised Jesus from the dead that's divine power and you have access to that divine power I thought that was worth celebrating. And his promises are effective and productive through all the seasons of motherhood. Love your family, pray for your family, rest for your family so you can celebrate with your family. Amen? Amen. Could you please stand with me? You know, we're going to pray. So if you will bow your heads, I don't know of a better time for you to come to know the Lord or come back to the Lord is on Mother's Day. So if you would like to receive Christ as your personal Savior so that you can start walking in your faith, you can start walking in the power of God and that the Holy Spirit will help you. But it first takes accepting Jesus to be your Lord and Savior is there anyone here that we can pray with before we go i'm not going to have you come forward we just want to pray with you okay i trust everyone has accepted christ today and start walking out your faith and for all the prayer teams and connection group leaders if you could please come down and pray for those that may need prayer today you can come down no matter what you need prayer for But if you need prayer for for a child, if you need prayer for a spouse, if you need prayer for an adult child or grandchildren, please come and let these folks pray for you. They are empowered by the Holy Spirit, and they know how to pray. And they will pray with you and for you. As Pastor Greg comes.
1: As I prepare to say the blessing, if you have a need, I want you to make your way forward. That way uh, you have an opportunity to get here before everybody starts headed the other direction. But come on, everybody lift your hands today as I say the blessing, and as I'm saying it, you can make your way forward if you want prayer. I bless you in the name of the Lord. May he bless you in this city and in this county. May the fruit of your womb and the crops of your land and all your livestock be blessed. May he bless the work of your hands at home, at work, church, in this community. May he bless your coming and your going. May the Lord grant the enemies that rise up against you be defeated. When they come at you in one direction, let them flee from you in seven directions. May the Lord send a blessing on everything you put in your hand to do. May he continue to establish you as his holy people. May all people see you have been called by the name of the Lord. May the Lord grant you prosperity, opening up the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty. May he bless the work of your hands. I bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And everybody gave a shout of amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. Have a great day. I'm